right, Tom. Good afternoon, everybody. It won't be long now until the umpires will holler, play ball. And the sixth game of the World Series will be underway. Not only the Giants, but all those from the New York Yankees. If the Yankees win this afternoon, they'll be it's 1936. It's a dark, dreary day here at the Polo Grounds, and perhaps before the game gets very far along, we may have a bit of rain. At the moment, there is no rain, but it is very, very dark. A last-minute lineup. Here it is. The team taking the field is the Giants. Moore, left field. Short. Terry. First. Lieber will replace Ripple in center field and will bat fourth. Right field, Mancuso, Cat, Whitehead, second, Jackson, third, Fitzsimmons, that Freddy Fitzsimmons, right-hander, is in the box. For the Yankees, Cosetti, short, Rolf, third base, DiMaggio, center field, Gary, first, Dickey, Cat, Selkirk, right, Hall, left, Mazzari, second, and Lefty Gomez will pitch the umpire, Terry Geisel of the American League behind the bat. George Majorkirk of the National League at first. Bill Summers of the Americans at second. And Cy Furman, who umpired behind the plate yesterday, will be at third base. They're adjusting their paraphernalia, the umpire and the catcher. The roar goes up and the ball game is about to start. Frank Cosetti, Yankee shortstop, right-hand batter, will be first up. Sleek despair changed overnight to desperate hope. The Giants today take command of this World Series. We've moved across overnight from the Bronx, over across the Harlem River, and the ball game is on in the polo ground. Strike. Right down the old alley, and a great roar goes up from approximately 35,000 people. That's an approximate guess. There are a lot of vacant seats here at the Polo Grounds this afternoon, but the fans are coming in rapidly. The count is strike one, and here it is. Ball is a fast ball over the plate, but too high. And the count is ball one and strike one. Frank Rosetti. It's very dark here at the Polo Grounds at the moment. Very dark indeed. Ball one and strike one. Here it is. It's a windshield fly. Back in second. Whitehead has it. That ball was only about 30 or 40 feet off the ground. Hit way up on the handle of the bat. And the first man up in the first inning, Frank Rosetti, pops out to second baseman Whitehead. Red Rolfe coming up. Rolfe has 17 hits. And seven hits out of 19 trips to the plate. Batting 368. the first ball pick. Terry has it. The race is on to the bag. Terry steps on the bag and he's out. In the Yankee half of the first inning, two men have been retired. Nobody on. And Joe DiMaggio coming up. Joe has six hits out of 20 times at bat for an even 300. DiMaggio playing center field for the Yankees and a right-hand batter. That Buddy Fitzsimmons is in the box and Dutch Manchuso behind the bat. Ball is outside. DiMaggio takes it. Here it is. It's a high fly ball. Short right center field. Lieber going over. Catches up with it. He has it. On the dead run. Hank Lieber came in fast. Grabbed that ball. The dead run. Got short. 
Richard Fox is getting a nice ovation as he comes from his position into the giant dugout. The Giants will occupy the dugout along first base and the Yankees along third. At the moment, Captain Jackson, Captain Gary are standing there talking with umpire guys of the American League. Perhaps a last-minute change in some of the ground rules. Here at the Polo Grounds, it is 294 feet to the barrier in the right field corner. That barrier is about 20 feet high. Over in left field, it's 315 feet. The barrier over there is about 25 feet high. Then the wall sort of slants out until in direct left field, it is 449 feet. Right through the box out into center field, it is 483 feet. In direct right field, down the bullpen, where the extra giant pitchers will warm up, it is exactly 455 feet. And I plead that there is more space around home plate in which the first base and third base from a chassis can chase top balls than any other diamond in either Major League Park. Lefty Gomez will be in the box, a left-hander for the Yankees. Joe Moore, who practically won that game off by himself yesterday. It was he who doubled in that tenth inning and finally scored the winning run. He hit the first ball six yesterday for two bases and also scored. They're ready to go. Gomez winding up the pitch. It's a foul up and back. The ball hits the screen in back of home plate. Strike one. A very enthusiastic crowd here in the Polo Browns this afternoon for this sixth game. You know, if the American League Yankees win, the series will be all over. But if they don't, well, that's something else. The wind-up. Gomez is rubbing his pitching hand up and down on the knee of his trouser. That ball perhaps is just a little slippery or something, and the count is ball one and strike one. Joe Moore, left fielder of the Giants, left-hand batter is first up. Joe has four hits out of 23 trips to the plate in this World Series. The wind-up, ball one, strike one. This is back out in the left field, looks like a base hit, baby, but it is. It's a base hit. Powell takes the ball on the first foul. Listen to that roar. That's with the count, all one, and strike one, Joe Moore, left-hand batter, left fielder of the Giants, pokes the ball just inside the left field foul line. Jake Powell was playing pretty well over in left field, could not catch up with it, and it's a base knock. Markell at bat, all one, a curveball, low inside, he took almost a half swing, Lou Gehrig is running in with the umpire, and he's rather vehemently as it were. Well, well, he didn't like that at all. Finally, Harry Guys was pointed to first base, meaning, well, just sort of scram, you know? Anyway, it's ball one. Lefty Gomez in the box. It was Lefty Gomez who picked that grand game the other day, defeating the Giants. Here we go. It's a foul back. Ball one and strike one. Lefty Gomez has that glove off, rubbing the ball up. It is still very dark, but I notice over the top of the grandstand that the heavy black clouds are parting just a little bit, and maybe we'll be able to continue. Ball one, strike one. Ball two. That was a fast ball that Lefty tried to shoot over the outside corner. It missed, and the count is ball two and strike one. No score is yet. Last half of the first inning. Nobody out. Moore on first, the result of a single. Strike three, swings hard and misses. Ball two and strike two. I 
is made that we're having more enthusiasm here from this, perhaps the smallest crowd so far in the series than we have had any other particular day. They're all pepped up here at the polo ground. The wind will be a bit of benefit to the left field hitter. The count is two and two. The pitch. It's too high. Ball three. Three and two on the hitter. Dick Bartell. Little shortstop of the Giants is a right-hand batter. Three and two. Nobody out. Four on first. Ball four. He walks. That puts Moore on second base. Bart fell on first. I'll let you win on the inside play there. Bill Perry with the count three and two on Bartell in spite of the fact that nobody had been retired. The signal was for Moore to start with the pitcher's arm, which he did. He was off with Lefty Gomez motion and was on his way to second base. Memphis managing Bill Perry, left-hand batter is up. It was Bill who hit that long fly that sent the winning run across yesterday. Lays down the front of going foul. It is a foul. Strike one. Third baseman Rolf, having no chance of a play at second or third, permitted that ball to roll out of fair territory, and just as it passed the line, he grabbed it with his bare hands. At the moment, Lou Gehrig, Tony Lazari, and Red Rolf have walked into the pitching rubber. Lou Gehrig has walked over to Rolf now, perhaps telling him how this play should be unraveled, if it's a punt, down first, down third, or at the pitcher, or what have you. Here's the picture again. Moore is on second base. Nick Bartell is on first. Carry up. Strike one. There's a punt. And it's good down third. Rolf has it. The throw to Gehrig. He's out. A sacrifice hit for Bill Perry. That puts runners on second and third. One man out. And Hank Lieber. Right-hand batter is up. Lieber is playing out in center field in place of Jimmy Ripple. Jimmy Ripple, who turned in perhaps the greatest fielding play of the series in that great catch in the first inning yesterday afternoon. What a catch that was. Gomez is on the rubber. The Yankee infield is playing in close, hoping to prevent a run from scoring. It's Moore on third, Bartell on second, Lieber up, and here's the pitch. Ball one. making ball, and a great roar goes up from the crowd. It's Lieber had to pull away from the plate. Bill Dickey has walked out now the pitcher's rubber. Walks all the way out. Tosses the ball to Lefty Gomez. Blue Gehrig has walked over and is shaking his head and uttering words of encouragement to Gomez, the pitcher. Lieber has asked Geisel for an inspection of the ball. Harry takes off his chest protector and his mask. Examines the ball. There is something wrong with it. He tosses it out of the game. And now we have a new ball. The picture again. Moore is on third. Bartell is on second. Lieber the batter. One man out. And the count is ball one. Gomez winds up. Here it is. Ball is high outside. And the count is two and nothing. You'll notice perhaps that a goodly number of this crowd of the polo grounds are sending up a roar. They're for the Giants apparently at least at this moment. The wind up. Here it is. Ball three. A fastball. A burning fastball was too high. And the count is three and nothing. Lieber, big, heavy set right-hand batter is up there with a Yankee infield playing in on the edge of the grass. The count is three and nothing. Watch this one. Anything can happen. Ball four. Lieber walks. Lefty Gomez did not. 
intentionally passed Cleaver. I do not believe, in spite of the fact that he walked on four straight, but he was trying to keep that ball over the corners for Cleaver, a long-distance hitter. Hell of a lot, who usually bats in the cleanup position, has been dropped to fifth position this afternoon against the southpaw slants of Betsy Gomez, permitting Lieber, a right-hand batter, to bat in the cleanup spot. There's your picture. Moore on third, Bartell on second, Lieber on first, and Melvinock, left-hand batter, is up. Here's the wind-up. The pitch. It's a foul up and back. Bellap was swinging for distance on that first pitch. When that Hickory met the leather that time, it appeared as though Mellot had both his feet off the ground. Yes, sir, he was really swinging from way back. Continuously, we hear that roar seeping through the microphone. It's enthusiasm. Strike one, Gomez winding up. It's a ball. Fast-breaking hook ball. Missed the outside corner for Melvinock. Little left-hand batter. It was ball one and strike one. Ott has five hits out of 19 trips to the plate in the series. One and one, the pitch. It's a bounding ball. It's a hit. A base block in the right field. Here comes Moore. Martell is bounding third. He's coming in. Lieber has bounded second, going to third. Melvinato is going to second. It's a two-base hit. Listen to that roar of the crowd. Smacked a double, just out of Gary Greach into the right field corner. Moore scored. Bartell scored. Lieber raced to third. Mel Ott went to second and gets a two-base hit. The score, if you please, the Giants of the National League, two. Yankees, nothing. And Gus Van Cuso, the catcher of the Giants, coming up. Will they pass him or will they not? Gus has five hits out of 16 times at bat. Gomez winding up the pitch. It's a strike. A slower curve ball than we've seen this afternoon. Over the heart of the plate for a call strike on Mancuso. One and nothing. Lever on third. Hot on second. One out. The windup. It's a high foul. Rolf is going over after it. I believe he can catch it. He does. Rolf runs over in front of the barrier and back of third base and catches that foul off the bat of Mancuso. Two out. Runners on second and third. Burgess Whitehead coming up. Whitehead has one hit out of 18 times up. But what a base hit it was. It came in that first inning yesterday during that three-run rally. Two out, you know. We have Lieber on third, Ott on second, and Gomez winds up coming. He cracks the ground ball, and Gary has it. The throw to Gary. And Bart Whitehead is out at first. In the Yankee half of the first inning, one run. Two hits, two bases on balls, and no errors. Four first up singles. Martell walked. Terry laid down a sacrifice. Lieber walked, filling the bases. Mellock then banged a double. Just inside the first base, pushing out the right field corner, sending Moore and Bartell across the plate. Mancuso fouled out. Whitehead grounded out. Lazari to Gary. So at the end of the first inning, the New York Giants two, New York Yankees nothing. And here's a special announcement. The new Lincoln Zephyr for 1937 will be put on display next Saturday, October 10th, 
at new low prices, setting a new standard of values in medium-priced fields. Call on your Lincoln Zephyr dealers Saturday for full particulars about this V-type 12-cylinder car. All right, Tom, get back in the ball game. Right back in that ball game, and what a ball game it's starting out to be. Giants with their back to the wall. They came here today. A new ball club after winning that great 10 inning game over in Yankee Stadium across the Harlem yesterday. They're back in their own Batterwitz this afternoon and fighting Freddie. Freddie Fitzsimmons, who pitched that grand game and lost the other day, is in there for the Giants. Gary got the pitch. It's a ball. That was a curveball high on the outside to Luke Gary, a left hand batter. Gary has six hits out of 19 trips to the plate. First half of the second inning. Old Iron Horse. Columbia Blue Gehrig is up there. Freddie Fitzsimmons taking a bit of time, starting his wind-up, coming. Here it is. There's a long smash of the deep right center field. Lieber going back. Under it, he has it. Blue Gehrig flies very deep to Hank Lieber in right center field. Lieber was playing well back. That ball was hit approximately... 390 to 400 feet from home plate. Bill Dickey is up. Bill has three hits out of 20 trips to the plate. Here it is. It's a ball. Curve ball both away from the plate to Bill Dickey, a left-hand batter. That's sure it's a ball game. Here's the wind-up. Fitzsimmons pitching. There's a smash out in the left center field. Everybody after it. Moore running. Moore makes the catch. It's the roar of the crowd. Joe Moore. Giant left fielder was off with a crack of the bat. As Bill Dickey, a left-hand batter, who scooped a long fly ball into left center field. He caught up with it on the dead run and made the catch. Two out. Nobody on. George Seltzer, who has six hits out of 19 trips to the plate, is up. A foul back, strike one. Seltzer isn't fooling in this series, making a healthy cut at every ball possible. A strong point for the Giants, that Freddie Fitzsimmons. It's in the box, Gus Mancuso on the receiving end. Yankees batting in the second inning. Two out, nobody on. Strike one. Ball one. It's outside. The count is evened up. Ball one and strike one. Georgie Selkirk, right fielder, of left-hand batter of the Yankees is up. Here's the wind-up. There's a long smash. Deep going, going deep in the right center field. I believe it's a hit. It is high over the head of Lieber. Out into the bullpen. Selkirk is round at second. Here's the throw. Selkirk is going to third. Artie Fletcher holds him up at third. As the ball is retrieved by Lieber. It is relayed to Bartell. Bartell to carry in the box. Boy, what a smash that was. That ball landed exactly 440 or 45 feet from home plate. That, to remember, is in deep right center field. That is the bullpen of the Giants. In order to hit the wall out there, you must smack the ball 455 feet. In order to get it among the spectators, you must lift it over a 20-foot barrier. So that ball traveled about 445 feet from home plate. One of the hardest hit balls of the series. If Selkirk could have pulled that ball around, it would have been high up on the sand. But as it is, it's a triple. 
Jakey Powell. Left fielder is up. Jake has seven hits out of 17 trips to the plate. Incidentally, Ty, looking over the statistics, we discover that that is the first three-base hit of the series. The first three-base hit made by Georgie Seltzer. Here we go, Paul up, right-hand batter. Paul on a sharp breaking curve. This is the outside corner of the plate. This baby Seltzer really stepped into that back one. He wasn't kidding, as I told you on his first play. Here's the wind-up. Ball one. Ball two. Another fast-breaking curve ball. It's funny outside. Just Mancuso lunges for the ball, preventing a wild pitch. Half of the second inning. Two out. Selkirk is on third. Fitzsimmons again winds up. Here it is. It's a long drive. Kirk scored 
ahead of Mr. Powell, and it was all tied at two all. Tony Lazzari then pushed a single between Jackson and Bartell into left field. And Gomez, coming up with two outs, bounded out Fitzsimmons to carry. Two runs, three hits, and no error. They were having a bit of a conference last night over press headquarters. Some of the great baseball minds said that that two-base error of Ott yesterday won the game for the Giants. I'll tell you about it in a moment. Jackson takes the first one. It's outside. Said they allowed Garrett to get to third. He attempted to score and was knocked off in that double play. That's something to think about anyway. Tony Jackson leading off. Has a bounding ball through the box. It's a base hit. A single through the box. Lefty Gomez tried to grab that one, but could not get down fast enough. The ball sailed through the box, out over the second base bag, into center field, where it was retrieved by Joe DiMaggio. A base hit for Tony Jackson, giving him his fourth hit of the series. Four hits to 19 times at bat. And the giant pitcher, Freddie Fitzsimmons, coming up. The sun now is peering through the clouds a little. There's the stretch and the pitch. It's a strike call. Umpire Harry Geisel. Harry has received a lot of fine compliments here in the Eastern papers for the fine officiating that he has produced in this series. He, as well as Summers, Spearman, and Major Kirk. There's a high fly ball to right field. Kirk is coming in under it. He has it. One away. Freddie Fitzsimmons hit a fly ball to medium right field. Kirk was taken by George Selkirk for the first out. The top of the batting order coming up. Joe Moore. It was Joe, you know, who singled his first time up and eventually scored. As a high fly ball into left field. Powell waiting for it. Jakey Powell takes it. Two out. Jackson ambles three quarters of the way down to second base. Now he has returned to first. Two out. Dick Bartell coming up. Dick, I believe, had the toughest break in this series. He came up the other day with a bag loaded. He hit that ball on the upper deck. Looked like a home run. Foul only by inches. Here's the first pitch. Outside. Ball one. That was that dipping curveball of Lefty Gomez. It failed to catch the outside corner and the count on Dick Bartell, one and nothing. Two out, Jackson is on first. It is. Powell back. All one, strike one. Last time up, Dick Bartell walked. Dick has six hits out of 18 trips to the plate. Gomez taking a little bit extra time before delivering this next pitch. There's the stretch. Jackson on first, two out. Inside. Ball two. Ball two and strike one. Nick Bartell has stepped out of the batter's box for a moment. Now back in there, looked down towards first base, then over to the dugout, looking for that signal from manager Bill Carey. Ball two and strike one coming. Outside, ball three. Memphis Bill Perry will be the next batter. There is one. Last half of the second inning, the score is tied at two all. Two out. And Jackson is on first. Here it is. There he goes. Ball four. Bartell walks. That is the second time that Bartell has walked in this game. 
coming up. Bill is quite a hitter, you know. He's always been able to compile a great batting average throughout the season's play. So far in this series, he just hasn't been able to get a hold of one. Marcel on first, Jackson on second, two out. Bill Perry, left-hander is up. Here it is. High fly ball into center field. DeMarcio going back about 10 yards, waiting for it. He has it. And it's all for the Giants in the second inning. No runs, one hit, one base on balls, and no errors. Jackson first up, let off with a single. Fitzsimmons slide to right, Moore slide to left, Martell walks, and Bill Curry slide to DiMaggio. I started to tell you about that bit of inside baseball that they had yesterday when Mellott made that error on Gary. The ball was scored as a single, and Gary went all the way to third base. The boys last night figured that out, and the Mellott would have just fumbled that ball or held it to a single. Gary would have been on the bag, and Selkirk rammed that long home run. Had quite a discussion about it. I believe it came out of the KGO head of Roger Peckinpah of World Series fame of other years. A lot of little outside or inside bits of baseball that are very interesting, particularly in an important World Series. We're ready to go again. It's a new ball game. The score: the Giants two, the Yankees two. First half of the third inning, and again the top of the Yankees batting order coming up. Frank Rosetti. Last time up, Frank popped out. First pitch, ball on a curveball, barely misses the outside corner, and the count on Cosetti, one and nothing. First man up in the third inning. Ball two, another hook ball inside, Cosetti steps away from it, and the count, ball two. Has the signal to wind up. Here we go. Strike call. That was a burning fastball. Right down the old alley. And the count ball two and strike one. Rosetti bats him right hand. Ball two, strike one. The wind up. It is. Foul strike two. Rosetti swung hard at that one and missed it. The count is even up. Ball two and strike two. Umpire Harry Geisel walked out and retrieved that ball. It rolled about 15 feet down towards third base. Ball two and strike two. Everybody in position again. Fitz winds up. The delivery. Strike three. Took a healthy cut at that. Like he almost backed himself out, as it were. Being a right-hand hitter, he fell clear across home plate and trying to park that one over in Yankee Stadium. Here from the polo grounds and our lofty perch, we can look out through center field and see Yankee Stadium from here. One man out in the third inning. Laugh is up. The wind-up. The pitch. All one. A sweeping curveball. Sort of a change of pace awfully. High inside and the count on Ralph. One and nothing. Ralph grounded out the last time up. Jackson Terry. That's a base back, a line drive to the left field. The ball is received by Joe Moore. He returns it to Dick Bartell at second base. Well, dropping it first. That's the fourth Yankee hit of the afternoon. 
DiMaggio coming up. Still failed to get a base knock on his first trip to the plate. Right-hand batter. Foul. Up and back, up on the screen. Sancuso lift off his mask, but is unable to make the catch. And the foul is strike one. Joe DiMaggio, the stretch. There he goes, here it is. It's a base hit, a base hit in the left field. The ball is retrieved by Moore, the play is at third base. The throw is cut off by Bartell. DiMaggio stops at first. Walt safe at third. So that's how three and two. DiMaggio banged a scorching line drive into left field. The ball was retrieved out there by Moore. The play, the throw was to third base. It was cut off by Bartell to prevent DiMaggio from going down the second. We have DiMaggio on first, Rolf on third, and Larraping Blue Gehrig coming up. That was the seventh hit of the World Series for Joe DiMaggio. And Castleman has started to warm up out of the giant bullpen and is way out in deep right center field. Everybody in position, ready to go. One out, runners on, first and third, Gary up. Ball one, a curveball, low inside. Gary pulls away from the plate. Here's the stretch, runners on, first and third. There's a long stretch to the right field, hot backing up. Takes it at the line drive. No chance of getting Rolf. The throw is to second base. Rolf scores after the catch. And it is Yankees. Three. Giants. Two. Luke Gary got a hold of that ball and drove it approximately 350 feet. About 350 from home plate. Low line drive. Nella playing very deep. Ran over about 10 or 15 yards. Made the catch for the second out. But Rolf scored easily after the catch was made. Phil Zicky is up. Fitzsimmons takes a stretch. Here it is. The high fly ball into left center field. Moore coming over. Lieber going over. Moore set under it. Has it. That is all for the Yankees in the third inning. One run, two hits, and no errors. Rosetti first up, failed to get on, and Rolf singles. DiMaggio single, putting Rolf on third. Gary hit a low line drive, very deep into right field. It was taken by Mellot, and Rolf crossed the plate after the catch. Dickey failed to get on, and in the Yankee half of the third, one run on two hits. We're going into the last half of the third inning of this ball game. This is the sixth game of the series. I think a point of interest to the fans is this. They have about 50 pigeons here at the polo grounds, trained pigeons. We see them flying out of the press box and across the polo grounds every so often. Just as soon as something happens, they have a little package tied around them, and I presume they fly it to the various newspaper offices. We're going into the... Giant half of the third inning. The Giants in their white uniforms, trimmed in light blue. They are the home club this afternoon at the Polo Grounds. The Yankees having been the home club during the past three days. So the Giants are batting in the last half of the third. They're back really against the wall. The score being 3-2 against them. Lieber will lead off.
ready to go. Last half of the third inning. Lieber is up, right-hand batter. Gomez winding up. The high foul back. Dickey coming back fast. He has it. You perhaps can hear that ball boom into Dickey's big catching mitt. Lieber fouled out to Pastor Dickey. Melvin Ott. Little right field of the Giants, the boy who was discovered by the late John J. McGraw at the tender age of 17. He came into the National League and has since been a great star. One of the league's leading home run hitters. One out, nobody on. There's a smash back to Gomez. He's a flex the ball to Cosetti. The throw is closed. He's out. That was a honey of a play by Frankie Cosetti. Mallock, left-hand batter, hit a hot slant back at the box. Lefty Gomez deflected the ball about 15 feet in the air. Rosetti was off with a crack of the bat, took the ball in front of the second base bag, whipped it over to Gehrig. It was plenty close, but just in time for the out. an assist for Cosetti. Each of the players get an assist on that kind of a play. Thank you, so up. Last time up, he fouled out. There's a bounding ball down third, a big hopper. Ralph fumbles the ball. Cosetti tries to pick it up, but he also fumbles it. I am sure that that will be an error for third baseman Ralph. We'll check it for you in just a moment. Here it comes. It's an error. An error for third baseman Ralph. Rolf took that one just a little bit too sure. He set himself for that take. It was a high bounder right at the peak of his cap. And it dribbled out of his hands, out of the ground. Rosetti, ever alert, tried to pick it up, but fumbled it, and Rolf gets the error. Foul ball. Whitehead is up. Gomez takes a stretch. Here it is. The high fly ball going out toward right field. Everybody after it. It's close to the barrier. Selkirk runs over the line and makes a beautiful running catch for the third out. Whitehead fouled out to George Selkirk. Gary ran out there. So did Lazari. Thinking for a moment that that ball might land against the barrier. They were all set to retrieve it quickly if it did. In the giant half of the third inning, no runs, no hits, and one error. So at the end of three innings, the score, the Yankees of the American American League 3 and the Giants of the National League 2. The Giants scored two runs in the first inning. The Yanks came back and tied it up on that mighty home run by Jakey Powell in the upper balcony in left field. It was then 2-2. Two and two. The Yanks forged to the front of the third and at the end of three innings they lead by the score of 3-2. to two. Fitzsimmons still in the box for the Giants and Gomez for the Yankees. Your announcer has been Tom Manning. It's been a pleasure to broadcast the first three innings for you. Now I turn the microphone over to Red Barber of WLW in Cincinnati. Good luck, Red. Thanks a great deal, Tom. Fitzsimmons is busily throwing down to Mark Cornig. Gus Mancuso taking a little time back in the dugout to put on his catching paraphernalia. First batter up for the Yankees as we open the fourth inning with the Yankees ahead, 3-2, to two, will be George Zelkirk coming up for a second trip this afternoon. 
George hit the first home run in the series in the opening game. And here in the second inning on his one trip up today off the Timmons, he hit the first and so far the only triple in the series. Left-hand hitter. Simmons right-handed spins, delivers, low outside for ball one. The outfield on Selkirk is back in respect to his prowess with that stick. Plenty deep and pulls sharply around toward right field. The infield is also a step around toward first. The Simmons leans down off the hill, takes the sign from Mancuso, dusting down his cross. Selkirk, left-hand hitter, takes outside again for ball two. Two and nothing. Curry dodges the ball around in his glove. Selkirk waiting, standing a little bit deep back behind the plate. Takes a full swing with that bat. Doesn't choke it. In other words, he cowtails it. The pitch taken right in there. The tap one for call strike one. But Simmons came right down with it. Two and one. Pretty working a little bit deliberately. Things are quiet now for the moment. Short wind-up. Spin. Pitch. It swung on. It's a drive out toward right center field. Lieber's coming in fast, straight in, and waiting, and has it. And Kirk is out. Flying out to center field to Hank Lieber. Matter now is Jake Powell, whose home run in the second inning followed Selkirk's triple and tied up the ball game. After which, the Yankees forced ahead with a tally in the third. Powell, a right-hand hitter, is the shining offensive star so far the series. He has a total of eight hits. Just about slightly. Sends right off from the plate to Simmons spins, delivers. Powell takes it. Paul strike one, hitting the inside corner just above the knees. One that broke down in there. The outfield is pulled toward left on Powell. He pulls a man Howard, as Whitman said home with the pitch. It's right at the batter's head, and he ducks it. Ball one. Joe Moore's back just about as deep as he can, and straight away left. Hank Lieber shaded over toward left center. The Simmons comes down with it outside. Two and one. Two balls, one strike. Thereupon, a conference by the giant battery. And Cuso walking halfway out to the mound. Simmons coming down to meet him. These two veterans put their heads together. But Simmons, this afternoon, is making his comeback after about two days of rest. Remember, he's 34. That may have something to do with his effectiveness. Now, Gomez is working on a full three-day rest assignment. The pitch is a curve, grounded down to deep third. It's through. Bartell stops it short, but cannot throw the first. It's a hit. An infield single. By Powell. He hit that toward the hole between third and short. Jackson cut in for it. Couldn't get it. Bartell cutting back to deep shortstop. Managed to stop it, preventing the ball from going slowly out into left field, but could make no throw to first. And it's a single for Powell, giving him two for two this afternoon. A total of nine hits in the series, more than any other battle. One out, Powell on first. Lazari is the hitter. That's right-handed in the crowd, shows that stick. Takes call, strike one, just under the waist on the inside of Faston. Simmons has given up six hits this afternoon and three and a third inning. That's two more than he gave up on his start, the whole ball game. The pitch, it's the knuckle outside, all one. It's pretty hard to tell when Fitzsimmons is using that knuckleball. He uses it a lot, and his knuckleball dips and breaks down and outside. But he fakes with it a great deal. And one advantage of that spin of his, which he pivots on his hips, turning all the way back to second, is that he hides the ball before delivery. Pitches outside, Mancuso throws the first, but Powell comes back in ahead of this ball. Now Terry returns out to the mound. Two balls, one strike, push him up Tony. Out to a little toward run. Hits a lot to right field. The delivery with a curve fouled in 
to the Shannon behind first base. The hit and run was on. Powell breaking second base. Azari went for an outside curve and fouled it behind first. Out of harm's way. The count's leveled off two and two. Mancuso takes the new ball, rubbing it briskly as he goes out to the mound. Walks in a couple of feet of pitch's box. Harrison coming all the way back. Argyle waiting, standing like a statue. Now Mancuso, back behind the plate, down into his crouch. Geisel leans over the giant catcher's shoulders to eye this pitch closely. It's two and two. It's quite a struggle. Three tours the score favor the Yankees. If Simmons delivers, it's a curve, grounded down to third. Jackson cannot get it. It's through and out in the left field for a hit. Powell holds that second base on the single. Joe Moore throw in, comes to third, and is cut off by Bartell. That was hit between Jackson and Bartell. A single by Lazare, which pushes Powell down to second base. That's two for two. Both singles in the left. Bonazari this afternoon, giving him now a total of four hits in the series. Now that is the seventh hit off Fitzsimmons this afternoon in three and a third innings. And that occasions a round table confab in the heart of the Giants' inner defense. Manager Bill Terry come over from first base. Whiteheaded come in from second. Captain Jackson come over from third. And Bartell's out there. Fitzsimmons stands on the mound. He and Bartell exchange a final word. Richard goes bouncing back towards short. The batter stepping in is Gomez, a left-hand hitter. And he's not rated as a very good hitter. He's the Yankee pitcher. Fielding behind first. Quite head pulled a brother close around second. Now the pitch. He's swung on. It's a line drive over Bartell's head in the left. A well-hit ball. Powell is on third coming in. Lazari holds it second. And Powell falls. The Yankees go ahead four to two. As Gomez is forcing up the experts with his hitting so far in the World Series. Had anyone told you before the series started that Gomez would get as many as two blows and that especially his second one would be hit right on the nose, well, you'd have laughed mightily. But now the Yankees are ahead 4-2. to two, And Pitcher Gomez drives it in himself. Gomez had six hits all through the regular tonnet race. And now he has two hits so far in the series. So you never can tell about a baseball game. A sharp single on the left which advances Harry to second and fourth Powell from second base. And the Yankees are now ahead four to two. And the batter is the top of the order, Cavetti. Swings on a curve. It's a high fly ball into short left center field. Hank Lieber's underneath it waiting now. The runner's hold on. There's the catch. Two men off. Cazzetti has now gone to the plate eight official times without getting a base hit. He has seven hits so far. The matter is Red Ross, one of the outstanding players in the city. He's only by great base running by Red back in the third inning, but the Yankees got the run and broke the time. Went from first to third on a cut single out to left. Figure it out for yourself. The pitch. Off takes inside, leaning back on it. Ball one. Four to two in favor of the New York Yankees in the top half of the fourth inning. The Simmons grimly looks around. Maybe it's beginning to tell on Freddy. He hasn't had the two days rest in coming back. The pitch. It's a curve over. Waist high. A beauty for Paul strike one. One and one. Goes to the Ross and back, tossed it away. The outfield pulled around toward right, not very deep on Ross. But 
Roth, who usually is up there choking that bat, is now grabbing it way down by the knob. He swings to the curve. It's a high foul. Up and back. Mancuso comes hustling back. But he doesn't get to it. You ball put in play. While we have good base in Jackson. He's busy rubbing it up. Baseballs have certainly had pitchers pay a great deal of attention to them. This series. One ball, two strikes. Ross at the batter. That's hand hitter. Rosario leading off second. Gomez off first. Infield back to the Giants. Outfield toward right. Sharp or so. The Simmons delivers. Outside. And Mancuso throws down to second base, but it's not in time. Terry coming back in. The throw went to Bartel. There's one thing you can say about Mancuso in this series. He has not hesitated, regardless of the pressure or of the situation, to try and pick men off of the bases. And he's tried at all bases. You know, that's quite a gamble for a catcher to take. Because suppose he figures, what if I throw this ball away? But Simmons delivers. It's a curve. He's hit out the right center field. It's a base hit. It's in there. Azari is coming around third. Two score. Gomez round second. Goes to third. And makes it. Ralph single. His ninth hit of the series. And his second this afternoon. And the Yankees are now ahead. Five to two. The throw in was cut off at second base by Bartell. And he dropped it. And the crowd roared. But it didn't make any difference. As Gomez... Would have made third standing up anyhow. A single by Ross. A well-hit pump-back liner to right center field. The Yankees are now ahead 5-2, and the Giants are holding a confab around pitches mound, and it's going to be a relief hurler. The Simmons is knocked out of the box here in the top of the fourth inning. From way out in right center field, where the Giants' bullpen is, it looks to be Clyde Castleman coming in. Come on. And the official announcer here at the park over the PA announces it to be Castleman. Castleman, who broke in two seasons ago with the Giants, coming up from Nashville, and had just a brilliant season. And then this past year, he had a very tough time getting started, but began to come into his own toward the close. A round of applause for Fitzsimmons. Stocky Fitzsimmons, we don't go with the expression that he's fat, because he's just about all man. He's just a big fellow, built in rather rotund proportion. He's now making that long, sad pilgrimage out across center field, heading for the clubhouse. The clubhouse is in deep center field. So whenever a pitcher is knocked out, he has to make that long march. It must to them hurt as bad as pulling teeth. For Simmons. Stops a moment, talks to Lieber, Art, and Moore, the outfielders, who gathered in center field. Time, of course, is being delayed. As Castleman, a right-hander, who is getting ready to make his first appearance in this World Series, is warming up with Gus Manchester. Castleman, a six-foot young right-hander. And Fitzsimmons, the sentimental hero of the World Series, the hard luck boy of the series, is now getting a tremendous ovation from those rabid baseball bugs who do not give you an ovation unless you really earn it, the bleacher right. They're leaning over, applauding Fitzsimmons. 
And stepping in the batter's box now is Joe DiMaggio. Yankee runners with two men out here in the top of the fourth. At first and third. DiMaggio right-hand hitter up. Catchman right-hand pitcher delivers. The fastball inside above the knees. Ball one. DiMaggio waiting. There's one blow this afternoon. Catherman pitches. DiMaggio swings and misses at a pass and one and one. The outfield on DiMaggio. Around toward left. Back deep. The infield, especially the left side is deep. Gomez is conserving his energy. He's not running around, cramping in third. He just takes about a two and a half step lead and stands there and watches. Swung on, peeled into right field, a fly ball that sends Ott back. Mel waits under it and takes it. And so ends the top of the fourth. And Kasselman comes out and stops the Yankees, getting the one batter that he works to. Two runs for the Rupert Rifles in the top half of the fourth inning. Two runs on four hits. All singles, which sent the Simmons to the shower. Two men were left on. Simmons gave up five runs, all earned, nine hits, struck out one, and walked none. In his three and two-thirds innings out there on the hill. And the pitcher now is Castleman. As we come into the last half of the fourth, the Giants, behind three runs, will have Travis Jackson leading off, then Castleman, the new pitcher, followed by top of the order, Joe Moore. Gomez, who got off to a rather limping start in the first inning, has settled down. He allowed two runs on two hits and walked a couple of men in the first round. He walked about and allowed a hit, but no run in the second. And in the third, he would have retired the Giants in order, but for an error by Ross. Ross only missed you in the series. Gomez, the lanky left-hander, who was hoping this afternoon on his second start in this World Series to be credited with his second victory and thus decide the series here today and pitch his ball club, the Yankees, into the championship of the world. The crown vacated by the Detroit Tigers. Now the batter up is Travis Jackson hitting right-handed. Gomez delivers. Jackson swinging. Hits the hot one right to Lazari, who takes him on the second bounce. Goes over to first to Gehrig, and that's all for Jackson. An easy out. Gomez so far has allowed two runs, both earned, coming in the first inning, and two hits. There's a pause for a moment. Castleman has not shown up at the plate as yet. There's nobody working in the giant bullpen, so it'll be Castleman to hit for himself, and yes, here he is. Castleman back right-handed. Out to his little toward right, Gomez left-hander comes down with it. Outside, ball one. The ball game is... Five to two in favor of the Yankees. The pitch. It's Frank one. A pass him clipping the outside corner at the knees. Cashman leans over. Picks up a little dust. Rubs his hands dry. Doesn't choke that bat. He's a big husky looking chap. One out. Nobody on in the last fourth for Giants. The pitch is swung on. It is a hit out into right center field. Cashman on his first trip to the plate. Hits the one and one pitch for a sharp single. And that is hit number four off Gomez. Apparently the pitchers in his World Series must be disappointed outfielders the way they are clouding that apple. With one out, Castleman singles into right center. He's now at first base. Hit number four. Off 
Gomez. The batter now is Joe Moore. He started hitting in the World Series, and the sun is coming out brilliantly now. The pitch, more left-hand batter floods deep out into right center field. Southwark waits underneath it and makes the catch. Castleman, station has her between first and second, retreats back to Confab with Lou Garrett. Now two away. The ball was hit well, but Southwark was playing it perfectly. A little trouble pulling it down. The sun is beginning to come out very, very brightly. The skies were overcast at the start of the ball game, but they're now lightening up. The hitter is Dick Bartell. He's been walked both times today that he's been up against Gomez. He takes low end time for ball one. Apparently, Gomez finds Bartell a difficult target to pitch to. Dick is standing with that rather unorthodox standing forward foot right up against the plate to pitch. That's a bump down toward third. Ross comes in for it fast to throw a few first. It's not in time. Bartell beats it out neatly, dragging the bump down toward third base. Well, not dragging. Swinging a bunch off there. Technically speaking, you only drag one when you pull it along the line in which you are running. Such is toward first base. Bartell neatly pushes a bunch down toward third and beats it out. Ross had to come in and make one of those do-or-you-don't plays. He did it all right, but he did not have time. And now Councilman is at second on that infield single. Bartell's seventh hit in the series. He has more balls than the Giants. And Bill Terry is the batter. Left-hand hitter takes a curve to curve strike one. Terry has been to the plate 12 official times without getting a hit. He has five hits, but he is not getting his last 12 official trips. Pitch. Terry swinging. It's a roller down to second as Eric grabbed it to throw to Garrick in time, and Terry's out for five steps. That ends the giant threat in the last half of the fourth inning. In the last half of the fourth, no runs for the Giants, two hits, and two men left on. At the end of four innings, it is five runs earned, nine hits and one error for the Yankees, two runs earned, four hits, and no errors for the Giants. At the end of four innings, five to two, favor of the Yankees. You'll want to inspect a selection of used cars being featured during Ford Dealer's nationwide October clearance sale of used cars. Your Ford dealer probably has just the car you've been looking for at a reasonable price. All right, Ray. Thanks, Ty. And I believe inadvertently we stated that the Giants have but four hits off Gomez. We got to add in Bartell's bunt single down toward third. The Giants have two runs and five hits. The Yankees, five runs, nine hits. Now, Councilman, who came out to relieve, making his first appearance in the series, when Fitzsimmons was dotted out of the mound in the top of the fourth, came on with two men out and got DiMaggio, the only batter he faced, on a fly ball to Mellot, is now preparing for the fifth inning. Fine, Councilman. The thing about this series so far that has impressed everyone has been the tenacity and the fight that has gone on. The Giants are about to be badly discredited and badly beaten, graced yesterday, and in that hectic ten-inning struggle, one for themselves, new faith in the eyes of their own fans and supporters. It was a great ball game yesterday, perhaps the most bitterly played so far. As having men on in scoring position practically all of the time. Now Lou Gehrig is the hitter as we go into the fifth inning. Cushman delivers and Gehrig takes a fast curve low. Ball one. Now two deep on Lou, of course. Down toward right. Whitehead is about one step closer toward first base than he usually plays. Cushman comes down with it. Gehrig swinging. It's a hot one that Terry picks up. Runs for the bag and beats Gehrig there unassisted. 
Bill Carey leaned over. Very, very supple and pliable. Almost over the right field foul line. A nice play for a first baseman on that hard smash by Garrick. It was a ball almost identically such as Mellot got a double on in the first inning. Now it's one up and one gone. Garrick retired by his opposing first baseman unassisted at the opening set. Battery Dickey. Price has been up and Price has flat out to go more. Pitch. Dickey swinging. It's a high foul. Up and back. Mantuco comes back, back, back. Doesn't get it. Came back hitting the edge of the stand. The gust is leaving nothing to chance. Back on top of the play. The outfield on Dickey plays him as more of a full hitter than any other Yankee. Shifted drastically toward right. Joe Moore, who caught the two fly balls that Dickey hit so far, has caught them almost in dead away center field. Pitch outside, ball one. Moore, the left fielder, way over, sharp left center. Hank Lee is over in right center. Merlot, thanks to that slanting wall that comes out, is in straightaway right. Dickey waiting. One and one to the count. Nobody on, one out. Top of the fifth. Pitch it outside. Fasten it doesn't come down. Ball two. Five to two. Favor the Yankees. Yankees hitting top of the fifth. It's a great place for afternoon now. Sun's coming down very neatly. Yet there's just enough chill in the air to make it comfortable. Well, of course. Pitch. It's a fast one groove, and Dickie takes it. It's quite cool. Two two. What wind there is this afternoon is blowing roughly from behind first base toward home plate. Behind second toward third. Pitch is a bouncer over the mound. Whitehead comes in fast. The throw to first in time. A nice play by Whitehead. A slow roller that bounded over the mound. Whitehead cut in to the infield grass. Another one of those duel you don't play, and he did. It's the second touch that he's completed successfully in the series. Dickey is out. Whitehead to Terry. The batter is Southkirk. He tripled in the second inning. And two out to Lieber in the fourth. One for two. It's left-handed. He's what right and deep. Six inside. That one's close in on the fingers. Ball one. Southkirk has seven blows so far in the series. Twinkle toes. The Yankee partisans call him. Wait. The pitch. The curve. All strike one, hitting the inside corner, waist high. One and one. Getting to five for a moment. Third pitch, running out of the box. He walked out on the decision on that last pitch. Now giving his power to the Yanks. Gets in again. The firm strike hold. Leans over the plate. The delivery. It's a change of pace. All strike two. down over the inside corner. He pulled the string on that one and floated down. And Southwark walked out of the box. He didn't like the decision on that. These last two pitches have sharply clipped the inside corner does high. That ball one strike two. Hasselman swinging stretch twice. Now delivers. It's low outside. Two and two. 
Chapman, technically in his one inning sojourn in relief, is not allowed a Yankee off. Ross to the top of the fifth. Delivery is swung on. It's a drive out toward right center. Lieber is getting underneath it and has it. A line drive caught in right center field by Hank Lieber. And Councilman has now took one and one-third perfect relief inning. Nothing across for the Yankees in the top of the fifth. And the Giants come in still three runs behind for the last of the fifth. It is five runs for the Yankees, two for the Giants. And the Giants grimly know, better than anyone else, that if they do not win this ball game today, the series is over. In the last of the fifth, Hank Labor will lead off. So far, out of five official trips to the plate in the series, he has not a hit. Twice he's received walk. We do not count his official times at bat. Then will come Mel Ott, who's double in the first inning, a sharp scorcher just inside first base, not along the right field foul line, and into the corner, scored the two-giant run. Ott hit that one, with the base is loaded. After Ott, just Mancuso, who has 0 for 2 this afternoon. Lieber, Ott, and Mancuso up against Gomez. Gomez is steadily improving as he's going along. Hank Lieber, swing a couple of war clubs, make the one that he finally selects feel a little bit lighter. Big, blonde, losing right-hander. Today was quite a college throwback. He certainly looked the part. Right-hand hitter. The pitch to him, swung on and missed. The curve breaking down into a right-hand batter thrown by a left-hand pitcher waist high. Breaking on the inside. Lieber fell back from it and didn't get it. Strike one. Got you very deep on Hank. Down toward left. Gomez comes down with it high, one and one. I believe the hardest ball hit in this World Series was hit by Hank Lieber in that 18 to 4 debacle, but was caught by DiMaggio in deep center field. Lieber hits the foul straight back, and it's now one and two. I wonder sometimes how ball players feel about playing in parks of different proportions, different dimensions. In one park, you hit a ball and almost tear the cover off of it, better than 460 feet, and you're out. Another park, you hit one 200 feet, and it's a home run. The pitch is outside, doesn't get the corner. It's 2-2. Two, two. two balls and two strikes. Gomez takes his time, getting the time from Dickey. Now comes down with that left elbow. It's a foul, back onto the screen. Keep it going for that one. Two and two. Hank runs the end of his tongue around the edge of his lips. Slips back into the stand following that foul. Now takes his stance. Feet spread. Gomez pitches. Leaver takes high inside and it's 3-2. First giant up, last of the fifth. Things just going along very, very evenly, almost mechanically now at the moment. The pitch is swung on and missed. Strike three. Labor is out. And he twisted all the way around, almost wound up on himself when he did not connect. Gomez came down with a curve then for that 3-2 pitch. It's a great pitch if you can handle it. That is the first strikeout. Gomez has accomplished this afternoon. It's the second strikeout in the ball game. The batter is Mal Ott. Outfield gets around toward right on Mal. He hits out toward left field. It's 
into the second tier of the stand for the home run. Mellon does not throw one. He just hit it late, high into the second tier of the stands, and straight away left field for a homer. The game is now five for the Yankees and three for the Giants. Mellot connecting for a home run. They were playing him as a full hitter, but instead, he went up to one late and still got a hold of it. The first hit to Gutsman Cusco, a right-hand batter, is high outside for ball one. Ott has now driven in all three of the Giant runs this afternoon. The pitch is outside to Mancuso. Ball two. Missing very much, missing enough. Giant fans now begin to try and rattle in the pitch. And Cuso swinging, fouls it back on top of the stands. Ryan Hall. Strike one. Two balls, one strike. Outfield toward left on Mancuso. Up doesn't hit a great deal toward left field. But he certainly kicks that one in the teeth into straightaway left field and into the second tier of the stand. Gomez delivers, and Cusco swinging as a drive deep out into center. DiMaggio's back, now waiting, and has it. In deep center field, shading a little bit over toward left center. And it's two away, the last to the fifth. A brief conference between shortstop Cresetti, who's been the talker-upper so far this series. You can hear him jabbering away down at shortstop, no matter where you are on the stand. And Groff, the third baseman, pitcher Gomez. Now the three scatter, going to their different points of descent. The batter is Burgess Whitehead, who's had just one hit so far in all the series. Puts his bat, little right-hand sticker, takes outside, shoulders, ball one. After a little short right, not very deep. Whitehead is noted for popping him just over the infield. Left-handed delivers, Whitehead swinging, hits it right back to the box. Gomez fields it on a big hop, throws over to first, and Whitehead is out before he's hardly out of his track. That was a hot one hit right back at Gomez. That's all for the last of the fifth inning. Nothing across for the Giants except that Mel Ott hammered one into the upper tier of the left field stand for a home run. One run on one hit. Nobody left on. And Gomez gets his first strike out of the ball game. At the end of five innings, it is... Five runs, nine hits, and one error for the Yankees. Three runs, six hits, and no errors for the Giants. To begin the sixth inning, Jake Powell is up. Haven't gotten him out today. He takes strike one as Catherine pours it over. Rather high on the inside. He has a total of nine hits in the series. Catherine delivers. The fast one just above the knee for call strike two. So far, the Yankees have not been able to do a thing with this youngster, Fidel Castleman. Making his first appearance in the series, he relieved Fitzsimmons in the fourth, and Freddie couldn't go it any longer. Castleman sets, swinging stretch delivers. It's swung on, tip, held by Mancuso for strike three. And Castleman came out and dropped Jake Powell. And he stopped him the ignominious way. He struck him out. Jake just did pick that third strike that Mancuso's mitt wrapped right around the horse side. 
Now the battery is to another Zary, who hasn't been stopped today. Takes a call strike. Around the knees on the outside. Got to toward right on Tony. Right hand hitter, took the bat. Zary has two singles out of two tries. Takes inside and it's one and one. Kassman has a great deal of speed this afternoon. And he's using that speed to great advantage. The young right-hander is certainly pitching two spots. He's throwing that ball where he wants it. Mancuso is calling for it. Pitch is a low curve. Ball two. Two and one. Larry, a veteran of many and many a campaign, rated one of the brainiest of all ball players ever in the business. Just next out waiting. Cashman delivers. Lazari swinging. Fouls is back onto the stand. 2-2. The one thing that I've noticed about Castleman is that he has not shown signs of nervousness in this World Series push. Working very businesslike. He delivers it in this one on and missed for strike three. Well, I'll tell you, to come out and retire six men in a row, and those six men are the Yankees, in the very teeth of that batting order, is a pretty good job. But when you strike out Powell and Lazari, you're doing all right. And this young Castleman, without a show of nerves, is very coolly and cold-bloodedly working. He's doing a great job. Now the batter is Gomez, who has one hit this afternoon. Gomez takes inside, leaning back from ball one. Now a little toward left. Gomez, believe it or not, and we can prove it, has two hits in the series. The delivery is inside, and Gomez is hitting the dirt. Getting out of the way of that one. Two balls and no strikes. Umpire Geisel, the American League staff, who's the umpire in chief this afternoon, working balls and strikes, walks out now and brushes off home plate. The rest of the arbiters, Major Kurtz of the National League at first, some of the American at second, Thierman of the National at third. Now let's see. Two balls, no strikes. Two out, nobody on. The delivery is in there, swung on, foul back up onto the sand. Gomez was going for the fat one. He jumped on it, but he couldn't straighten it out. Two and one. Two men out for the Yankees here in the top of the six. And the Yankees have been stopped cold by the man to first base since Castleman appeared on the scene. Delivery. It's in there. Swung on. Foul back on the netting. Two-two. Two balls and two strikes. The score, five runs for the Yankees, three for the Giants. A few balls put in, being rubbed up. Now Castleman, very sturdily, steps onto the hill. Two and two. Keep Gomez even with each other. The delivery, swung on and missed. And Gomez is struck out, going for passing around the fingers. And Castleman strikes out. Powell, Lazari, and Gomez in order in the sixth, and he is getting a hand. Lionel Castleman, a very tender year, in his extremely early 20s, has now worked two and one-third perfect innings of relief. And he looks out there on the mound just as cool and collected 
and certainly as murderously efficient as Hubble in his best moment. Castleman is turning in a great relief job. It'll be Travis Jackson, the last of the six, against Senior El Goofy, followed by Castleman, and then Joe Moore. The Giants coming in for the last of the six behind two runs. The Yankees leading 5-2-3. Travis Jackson up. He has one for two this afternoon, a total of four hits in the series. Hitting right-handed, Gomez left-handed in, high for ball one. Jackson has dropped a couple of neat punts for third and beaten them out in the series. And Red Ross, remember, playing in pretty close to third, coming in on the pitches. Otherwise, the infield straight away. The outfield pulls what left. Gomez is ready. Jackson in the crowd. Delivery. Jackson swinging. It's a high infield pop-up. Lazari coming halfway down toward first. Underneath it. Takes it. Only Lazari. Halfway between first and second. Takes Jackson pop-up. One up and one away. Last of the six. Batter now is Castleman. The applause is rising as he comes walking to the plate. Castleman is up there ready. He's run up once in the series, once in the ball game today. He swings and misses the first pitch to him here on his second visit. Back one. Got a single out in the right center field in the fourth inning. For the second time. He's batting a thousand anyway he looks at himself, offensively and defensively. The pitch is low outside. One and one. Up to the court right. The big gaping hole in the outer defense is left center. Powell, Texas speaking, is in left field. DiMaggio is shaded sharply over toward right center. Infield straight away. Usual depth to pitch. Hits the plate and bounds off Dickey's left arm. Two balls, one strike. Gomez, very slender. Trousers hits going to him halfway between the knees and the ankles. Stands there on the mound. Well, he has a uniform on. He looks even slimmer than he is. There are some of those giant fans again. Now the pitch. Turn on, hit right back to the middle. Gomez takes it, throws easily over to first to Garrick, and that's all for Castleman. Bouncing out, pitch it to first. Two up and two out for the Giants. And the last is six. And the batter is Joe Moore. Joe this afternoon has one hit, a single, first trip to the plate, out of three tries. He has a total of five blows in the classic. Ball game is 5-2-3 in favor of the Yankees. They hold any part of this lead. The series is over today. Two more left-hand hitter. Chokes that bat about two inches. Gomez left-hand pitcher. Curves it away from the batter and down over the plate for ball strike one. The moment looks as though that ball was coming right at Moore's ribs. And it broke neatly down and in there. A fast one's inside. And Moore got out of the way of that. 1-1. Two out, base is empty, last of the six. Delivery, swung on, Cirola down to second base, Lazari has it cleanly, the throw over to first to Garrix, and plenty of time, Joe Moore is out. And the Giants, without getting a ball out of the infield, go down in order with nothing across at the end of the sixth inning. At the end of six rounds, it is five runs earned and nine hits. All of that damage off Fitzsimmons for the Yankees. 
Foul for the Giants, three runs earned, and all three runs driven in by Miller, and a total of a half a dozen blows. There's only one hour in the ball game, Roth of the Yankees committing it. The end of six innings, it is five to three, favor of the Yankees. Cashman, who so far has pitched two and one-third perfect innings of relief, is about ready to take over for the seventh. And this is Red Barber, bowing out of the picture now, and very happily turning the microphone over to the capable Pat Tyson of WWJ Detroit. Thank you, Red. Ask your Ford dealer to show you his share of the 150,000 bargains being featured during Ford dealers' nationwide used car clearance sale. Late models of all the popular makes are priced to fit conservative budgets. Look in the classified section of your local newspaper for special bargains in R&G used cars. They are renewed and guaranteed. Shifting a little bit to the left, we now get into this microphone and go into seventh inning. The score 5-3 in favor of the Yankees. And the first man up is Frank Rossetti. Right-hand hitter and Castleman's first pitch. Cut that inside corner for a called strike. Rossetti has no hits in three times at bat. In this sixth game of the World Series, the arm goes up for the next pitch and Frank fouls one off to his right. Going into the stands out behind first base, strike two. Makes the count two and nothing. Waiting now until Gus Mancuso tosses the new ball out to Clydell Castleman, who's been doing a swell job of relief pitching here. The big chunky right-hander has certainly been fogging them through there. Starts his wind-up to nice, free, easy motion. And it's a curve breaking low and outside, ball one. The count, two strikes and one ball. Rossetti leading off in the seventh. 5-3 in favor of the Yankees. The next pitch. Rossetti pops the pitch, rolls it slowly toward Kirk. Mark comes in with a one-hand. Great play. Rossetti and umpire Major Kirk arguing down there at first base. Joe DiMaggio with one hit. 
In three times up is up. That is the first Yankee to get on base since uh, Castleman started pitching in the fourth inning. Lost to first, no dice. There's the stretch. Here's the pitch. DiMaggio falls one into the dirt. Strike one. One strike on Joseph. One man out. Due to a great play by shortstop Dick Bartell. And Rolfe is on first as the result of his single pass, Whitehead. Here's the pitch. It's a high fly. He uppercut that one in the short center field. Lieber coming far in for it, still coming, and he makes the catch about 60 feet behind second base. That was a rainmaker. Joe uppercut that pitch and hit an extremely high fly, which Lieber ran a country mile for to get in and make the catch. Two men out. We were afraid he'd never get stopped till he banged into the screen here. He's a big man, and when he gets going, it's pretty hard to stop. Two gone. And Lou Gehrig, who has gone hitless so far in this afternoon's contest, is the next hitter. Castleman pitching without a wind-up with a runner on first. Tosses one over there to Terry, as Ralph fades back without any trouble. Two men gone. Ralph on first. 5-3 in favor of the Yankees. Here's the pitch. Gary cut the fast ball to Curtis Whitehead, second baseman, making it on the first hop and throwing him out of place. Goes up to Whitey's left, bearded with his gloved hand, and tossed to Terry for an easy out of place. No run. One hit. No error. Perfetti, first up, was robbed of a hit by a great stop and throw by Dick Bartell, shortstop, coming in fast, taking the ball with his throwing hand and really throwing well in the air to retire him on a close play. Ross next got the first hit and the first man to get on base since Castleman started pitching in the fourth inning. DiMaggio hit a very high fly to short center field, Lieber making the put out, and then Gehrig grounded out second to first to end the Yankees half of the seventh inning. Score is still 5-3 in favor of the Yanks, and the first man up for the Giants is Dick Bartell, who has a perfect day so far with a pair of walks and a single. Steps in there. Right hand hitter, you know. This uh, series isn't over by any means, despite the fact that the Yanks are enjoying a two-run lead here in the seventh inning. Most anything can happen, so don't go away. The first pitch to Bartell, a call strike. Gomez broke a curve in there, belt high. Dick steps out of the batter's box, hesitates a minute. He's getting a bit of sign language from first base coach Adolph Lukey. Dick steps back in there again, waving his bat at Gomez. Here's the pitch. He hits one on the ground just inside first base. Into the left field corner. Bartell is rounding first and goes into second, standing up before Jake Powell and gets the ball back into the infield. This drive of Bartell's just in the inside corner of third base bag. Walt dives for the ball but could not get in front of it and it went on out along the line against the barrier out in left field. 
that gives Bartell, keeps up his perfect day, two walks, a single and a double. Bill Terry is up and hits the Uh, 
matched-up lineup. Did you get it for one while I was doing that? Mark Koenig is playing second. And uh, Mayo, M-A-Y-O, playing third. Koenig at second, Mayo at third. Five-four in favor of the Yankees. Listen three times today. Five four in favor of the Yankees. Opening of the eighth inning. There's the motion. And the pitch is outside. A fastball. Bell five. Ball three. And manager Bill Terry walks over to talk to Castleman in a moment before the next pitch is delivered. pitching in the fourth inning, relieving that Freddy Fitzsimmons. Next man up, twinkle toes, George Selkirk. A triple and three times at bat. He slide out to deep right center field on two other occasions. Castleman takes his stretch. He's ready. Here's the clutch. Selkirk bounds one pass, Terry. Dickey is rounding second. Now he comes back as Melot comes in the ball fast and heaves it in to Dick Bartell there at shortstop, cutting off any chance for Dickey to advance further than second. A single for Selkirk. His second hit in four times at bat this afternoon. And this brings up juggernaut Jakey Powell, who homered in the second inning, singled in the fourth, and was one of the three who struck out in the sixth. And Castleman was bearing down there and whiffed Powell, Lazari, and Gomez in order. 
Jakey's a right-hand batter, as you, most of you know by this time. And likes to stand in there and take his cut. Two on and then out. Five-four in favor of the Yankees. There's the stretch. It's a little strike called. A knee-high pitch. One strike on foul. Rather expect, expect him to bunt in there. Jerry playing in on the grass. Catherman takes his stretch. And the next pitch is a bunted foul. Pop foul. Eddie Mayo coming over fast, but can't get in front of it in time. It drops to the ground for the second strike. Two and nothing. Umpire Harry Geisel renovating the plate a bit. First day we were out here, they had to use a sponge to get the plate clean. Today everything's nice and dry down here. Now there's two strikes to nothing on Jakey Powell. Dickey on second, Selkirk on first. Here it comes. It's strike three Powell. A knee high pitch. Harry Danning, catcher, is locking things up there, giving Catherine a lot of encouragement to strike out Powell in this clutch. The pitch right in across his knees. And now there's one man down with Tony Lazari up. Tony has had two singles and three times at bat. There's the stretch. Here's the pitch. Lazari bounces one through the box. fumbled the ball out there. Selkirk did not attempt to advance beyond second base. Another hit for Lazari, three out of four. Sending Dickey scampering across with a sixth Yankee run of the game, and the score is 6-4 in favor of the American League contenders for this World Series honor. Now Johnny Murphy is up. First time John has been to bat. Senor Gomez, before leaving the game, had one hit in three times at bat, which gave him a total of two for the series, which is much better than lefty usually does throughout the whole season. There's the stretch. One man out. Murphy fouls one in the dirt, bounces up and hits him, and then sort of dribbles out toward third base. Just a strike. Giants passing the ball around that uh, remade infield. Mayo at third, and Koenig at second. Castleman is ready, there's the stretch. And the next pitch to Murphy is Paul back here. Johnny bats them as he throws them, right-handed. And the count is now two strikes and nothing. Two and nothing. Castleman tosses the rosin bag away after giving this new ball a bit of treatment. Throws the rubber and gets the sign from Harry Danning, his catcher. There's the stretch. And the pitch to Murphy is a fastball right through the middle for a called third strike. And that one was in there. Fast one right through between the knees and the belt. Two men out. Both of them strike out victims. Two men on. The score is 6-4. Favor the Yankees. Frankie Crosetti, who's gone hitless in four times at bat today. 
course, it took a bit of magic on the part of Dick Bartell to throw him out the last time up. The pitch is high inside to a right-hand hitter. Ball one. Castleman tossing that ball in for umpire Geisel to exchange it for a new one. thing about these pitchers, they never have to keep the article. If they don't want it, they can return it and receive a substitute. Of course, you can't get your money back, and you can't get a pitch back. If you pitch in there wrong, then someone hammers into the upper deck. There's the stretch. It's a foul along the ground out, oh, out around third base, going over against the field boxes there, being retrieved by third base coach Artie Fletcher. And the count is one and one to Corsetti. Selkirk is on second, and Lazari is on first. There are two men out. It's the eighth inning, and the score is 6-4 in favor of the Yankees. Castleman gets the sign. There's the stretch, and the pitch is low and inside. Corsetti backing away. Ball two. Two balls and one strike. Two and one. Side gets the sign. Danning comes up out of the crouch. Here's the pitch. Fast one a little high. Ball three. Three and one. He had that one over, but it was too high. Been a good strike on Bill Dickey. Corsetti is not quite so high as Williams. Three and one. Castleman gets the sign. There's the stretch. Two men out. Here's the pitch. It's a hook outside. Ball four. Filling the bases. Bases loaded. Two men are out. Red Rolfe, left-hand hitter who has singled safely the last three times at bat. After grounding to Terry the first time at bat. Three men on, two men out, 6-4 in favor of the Yankees. Not the Connecticut Yankees, but Joe McCarthy's California Yankees. DiMaggio, Crescetti, and Lazeri. Here's the picture. Selkirk on third, Lazari on second, and Crosetti on first. A called strike on Rolf. Castleman flipping the outside corner with a knee-high pitch. Try to adjust the cap a little more securely. Rosinates his fingertips and gets back up on there, looking in for the sign. He starts his wind-up, working with a full motion. It's a long drive out right field. Ott is fading back against the wall there and has it for the put-out. One run. An awful lot of people got on base that time for one run. Uh, two hits. A couple of bases on balls. Two strikeouts. Three men left. Dickey first up, drew a pass, and Selkirk singled. Still stopping at second. Powell struck out, called out on strike. Lazari singled the center, popping one right over Castleman's head. And Dickey scored with Selkirk pulling up at second. Murphy fans. 
Rossetti walked, filling the bases, and Rolf ended the inning with a high fly to Mallott out near the wall in right field. One run, two hits, no error. And the score is 6-4 in favor of the Yankees as the Giants, the home club today, come to bat in the eighth.
A new standard of value in the medium price field will be established this Saturday when the Lincoln Zephyr for 1937 goes on display. This B-type 12-cylinder car that is years ahead offers you new beauty, new comfort, and new performance. Dick Kaufman, tall, blonde, right-hander, is now the third giant pitcher to see service in this ball game. Joe DiMaggio, the first one to face Kaufman, hits a foul into the dirt which bounded up and hit him and then caromed out halfway to the pitcher's box. Strike one. Four times as fast. And here's the next pitch. A bounder to third is passed. Eddie Mayo out in the left field for a base hit. Joe Moore hustling the ball in. And DiMaggio is on first as a result of a single slash pass. Eddie Mayo now playing third base for the Giants. Joe's second hit of the afternoon. Two and five. Lou Gehrig, no hits in four times at bat, is up. Before today's game, well, we take these four, we can add four to 19, get about 23. Lou has had six hits in 23 times at bat. Hoffman throws the rubber, pitching without a wind-up. A slow curve inside, ball one. Looked around to see that Mel Ott is out there hanging on the barrier in deep right field for getting ready to pitch this next one. Hard to see, Mel. He's right in the background of the wall. Wall, low, outside. Two and nothing. Out there against one of those white painted signs, Ott should wear a black uniform. And we could spot him. Out of two and nothing on Gehrig. DiMaggio taking a bit of a lead off first. Here's the pitch. Gehrig lines the hit pass. out in the right field. DiMaggio on his way to third and goes into third, standing up. Ott hustles the ball in. Kenny dived for that drive, but couldn't get in front of it. And it sent DiMaggio to third. Gehrig's first hit of the afternoon. Third and first occupied. Nobody out in the ninth. The score 6-5 in favor of the Yankees. And Bill Dickey is the next batter. Will has had no hits in three times at bat. He walked the last time up and moved to score. A bit of a huddle out there around the pitcher's box. Manager Terry slowly walks over toward first base. And out in the bullpen, we see Harry Gumbert warming up. Another right-hander for the Giants. They're showering Harry out there with torn-up newspapers. It looks as though he were in the midst of a snowstorm. But Kaufman is ready now to pitch to Dickey. So let's get back a little closer. 
All right, there's the stretch. It's a low ball, ball one. Danning blocking nicely, keeping it from getting past him, which would have permitted the runner on third to come home, Mr. DiMaggio. One ball. He isn't in what one would, a uh, position one would really relish. Nobody out, runners on third and first. A smash to Terry. He's got DiMaggio back by third. And had Danning held onto the ball. But he slid across the plate, knocking the ball out of Danning's hand. And Terry's fine play on that bounder was wasted. DiMaggio scored from third with a bounder hit right at Terry, who had DiMaggio blocked off between third and the plate. And when he heaved the ball in here, DiMaggio hit Danning and it squirted out of his hand, giving Joe a chance to score. Gary to move to third. Dickey, the second, on the error. Danning is charged with the error. Danning, the catcher. Maggio scoring, making it 7-5 in favor of the Yankees. And now with George Selkirk up, he is given an intentional pass. Ball one. Ball two. Dickey's time at bat as a fielder's choice and charged Danning with an error on permitting Terry throw to get away from him when DiMaggio scored. Ball four. Now the bases are loaded with nobody out and Jake Powell is up. Jake 
single. So he's had two singles, a home run, and a span fight in this game. There's nobody out. And Jake has also knocked in four of these runs, which now must be about uh, nine. Well, nine is right. That's remarkable. conference out there, and it looks as though Kaufman were through, and Harry Gumbert, who's been warming up out there, coming in. And they're going to give Lazari an intentional pass. Ball one, ball two. to throw down to third on that fourth one, but Selkirk was very much alive. Well, the bases are loaded again, and up comes Gordon Johnny Murphy, right-hand batter, Johnny Pham, the only time he's hit today. And again, the infield pinched in for this fourth play at the plate. And there's a single right through the ball in the infield. Here comes Selkirk, and a throw to the plate. Powell on third. The bases are loaded. Delford scoring on this single to right field through the drawn in infield. Had the infield been playing the regular position that they take, it would have been a comparatively easy chance for Mark Koenig, the second baseman. But he was drawn in too far and had no chance to fade up toward first base for a play on this ground ball. Gives Murphy a hit. Runs the score, just doubles now, 10 to 5. And Corsetti, eighth man to bat in this round is up. Right around. High, ball one. Coach Artie Fletcher is doing quite a bit of a doggy old dancing down there at third base for a man of his years. The uh, Yanks are quite happy at the present time. Probably figuring on what to do with that seven grand or a little better. Ball two. Outside. Count is two or nothing. Three men on. Nobody out. This ninth inning. Here's the pitch. Inside, ball three. Three and nothing. Powell is on third. Lazari is on and Murphy is on first. And the count is three and nothing to Corsetti. The next pitch is right down the alley, that nothing ball for a call strike. Three and one. Corsetti waves his bat. Gumbert, the arm goes up for the pitch. And it's ball four for Corsetti. Forcing in. Oh, with the 11th Yankee run. The fifth of this inning. The bases are still loaded. And Ralph comes up, the ninth man to bat in this inning. The first 
head is in there, a ball strike, belt high. Drop forth a roar from the crowd. Fred has three hits and five times at bat. All singles. Ball strike two. Swinging on top of a low breaking curve, just picking it into Harry Danning's mitt. The count is two and nothing. Starts his wind up, and the next pitch is hit on the ground at shortstop. Bartell to Keeney gets second, forcing Rossetti for the first out of this inning. While, of course, the runner on third, which happened to be Tony Lazeri, scampered home, and Murphy moved over to third. Runs in this inning with one man out. The score is 12-5 in favor of the Yankees. And DiMaggio up for the second time falls along first baseline. The third baseline strike one. Rolf is on first. Murphy is on third. One man out. Sort of running out of white paper here in the little blocks of the scorecard designating the ninth frame. There's the stretch. Here's the pitch. It's a bounder between third and shortstop. A great get on the part of shortstop Dick Bartell. He made a play at second base, but no chance to get the runner coming in there. In fact, it was remarkable that he got his hand on the ball at all. His bare hand, he was fading over fast toward third. And the runner on third, Murphy scored. at second, and DiMaggio has another hit, two in this inning. Runners on second and first, with one man out, and Gehrig is up. Gehrig got his first hit in this game, the first time at bat in this round. First pitch is strike. Dick Bartell has made two well-fielding plays today. One he got Rossetti at first on in the earlier stages of the game. And this one, he kept from going through out into left field. Gary drives one into the stands in right field. Foul. Second base with no chance to get the runner coming in there. In fact, it was remarkable that he got his hand on the ball at all. His bare hand, he was fading over fast toward third. And the runner on third, Murphy scored. While Walt is safe at second. And DiMaggio has another hit. Two in this inning. Runners on second and first. With one man out and Gehrig is up. Gehrig got his first hit in this game. The first time at bat in this round. First pitch is strike. Bartell has made two well-fielding plays today. One he got Rossetti at first on in the earlier stages of the game. And this one, he kept from going through out into left field. Gary drives one into the stands in right field. Foul. A lot of the boys and girls thought it was a home run. It wasn't fouled by very much. But umpire 
George Major Kurth, out there along that foul line and right, waved his hand toward the stand, bent over, touching the ground, designating it's just a long strike, Lou. Gehrig is coming back. That wasn't fouled by a whole lot. I would say probably cut in there from the angle where I'm sitting, somewhere around probably 10 feet, wasn't one hard to see from this angle. We've got a better shot along the third baseline than the right field line. Here's the pitch. Outside. Ball two and the count is two and two. One man out. Walsh is on second. DiMaggio on first. And the count is two and two on Gary. There's the stretch. Here's the pitch. Outside. Ball three. The score is 13-5 in favor of the Yankees. And the series is 3-2 and two in favor of the Yankees. This may be the last game of the series. Both runners away on that pitch, but it was outside, ball four, and they pulled up and just jogged into third and second. Bases are loaded again with Ralph on third, DiMaggio on second, Gary on first, and Bill Dickey, who has first, Cassetti at second, for the only out of this inning so far, is the batter. Three on, one out. There's the windup. It's a fastball, knee-high for a called strike. The arm goes up for the next pitch. It's a called strike number two. Belt high pitch on the inside corner. Dickey fell away from that pitch. Didn't seem to like it being called a strike. Not as two and nothing. But what batter does like a strike called on? That's natural, human nature. They like those bingles up there. And so would you if that were your business in life. Not as two and nothing. Here's a wind-up for the next pitch. It's a swinging strike going for a low-breaking curve for the second out of this inning. Two men out. Three men on, and Selkirk, who walked the first time at bat in this inning, is up. If Selkirk can deliver a long hit here, the Yankees can tie. In fact, they can really break the record for runs scored in one inning of the World Series. Established by the Athletics against Joe McCarthy's Cubs in the 1929 series. It was a 10-run inning. And indebted to Warren Brown, our highlight commentator on this game, for that information. But we pass it along to you. The count on Selkirk is one and one. Ten runs, or uh, seven runs in here so far in this inning. And a swinging strike. George seems to be trying to break that record. Count is 
Two strikes and one ball. This round, here's the pitch. He drives one far out into center field. Ripple fading way back, about uh, close to 500 feet, makes the catch. And the record will not be equal. George really rode that one, but he didn't fill it enough. Seven runs. Pulls up and Jake Powell makes the catch. Two men out. 
One more to go. I have 17 hits here for the Yankees. And the batter is Harry Danning. Right-hand hitter, the pitch of strike, ball. And the next one. It's a long fly out right field way. It's going into the stand foul in the upper deck. Scoops it up, touches the bag for the third out, and the 1936 World Series is over. No run, no hit, no error in the ninth. The final score, Yankees, 13 runs, 17 hits, 2 errors. Giants, five runs, nine hits, one error. The broadcasts of all six games of the World Series have been sent to you with the compliments of the Ford Motor Company, Mr. Henry Ford, Mr. Edsel Ford, and the Ford and Lincoln Zephyr dealers of America. Now we transfer you from the stands here to the clubhouse where Tom Manning is ready to take it away and interview some of the players. Well, folks, you've heard the story, and I want to, I'm in the dressing room of the Yankees now. At first, I want to put Murphy on. Come on over and say hello to the world. The pitcher, the boy who went in there and relieved Lefty Gomez and pitched the last part of that game. Come on in, Murph. All right, everybody. I'm glad to have been in the ball game and helped the Yankees win the pennant. Get a big thrill out of that, did you, boy? Sure did. Well, here's Lefty Gomez, the boy that started the game this afternoon. Come on, Howdy, here, folks. I'm very happy, and I'd like to say hello to my mother out the coast. I'll be home soon. Thank you very much. Thanks, Lefty. And here's Red, Red Wall, the third baseman of the Yankees who played a grand game. Come on in, Red. Hello, everybody. We're mighty happy to finally knock him off. What are you going to do with that dough, kid? I want to say hello to everybody back home and thank everyone who sent me telegrams and letters of good wish. Thanks a lot, Brad, and here is perhaps one of the outstanding stars of the series, Jakey Powell, who came over from Washington. What a game he played in the series. Come on in, Jake. Congratulations. Hello, everybody. I'm happy I did my share. Oh, oh my father's listening, and hello to my sister. That's why, hey, Pat Malone, come on over here. Hey, Pat Malone, I'm, I'm, the, happiest man. I'm the happiest man in New York tonight we win the series. Pat, what are you going to do with that stuff of a half grand, huh? I'm going to give it to my wife and baby and tell her to put it away. That's the stuff, boy. Monty Pearson picked up the grand game. Marty Pearson, come on in here. Hello, folks. Boy, we really took him. Be home soon. Have the groceries ready. All right, here's Art Fletcher from coaching down at third. Come on in, Mark. Hello, Collinsville. What a series. And, boy, what champions we are. Hello, boy. Frankie Crozetti. Come here, man. Will you, Frank Crozetti, the folks out the coast are all tuned in waiting for your voice. Come on in. Uh, it was a great series. I'm sure glad that it's all over with. The Giants were a good ball club, and we were lucky. We got the break. And, uh, but I'm sure glad it's all over with, and I'll soon be home, Mark. What are you going to do all winter, kid? Well, I don't know. I'm going to take it easy the rest of the while. I may do a little hunting. Okay, Charlie Ruffing. Charlie, come here. 
My gosh, come over here, Charlie Ruffin. Ah, uh, thanks, Tom. I'm glad we won. Boy, and I'm headed right for Hills, Illinois, right now. Thanks, That's well. Tom. Hey, Lou, Lou Gary. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou Gary. Hey, Gary. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be running away. Come on over. Well, I want a series now. Swell away to win it. Uh, boy, I'm not saying very much. I'm going to get up the steps here if I can and get that Yankee catcher. Photographer, should I get by for a minute? Unloose that cord for just a minute. Hey, Bill. Will you unloose that cord for just a second, please? We're going to get Phil sick if we have to break a leg and do it. Phil, Tony was very first. The folks out in the coast, Tony. Hello, everybody in San Francisco. Hello, Mon. Hello, Dad. Won't be long, I'll be home. Everybody's fine. Tony, you played a grand game. You played a grand game for a long, long time, fellow. We hope you're in the American League for a million years, fellow. Thanks. And here. And here's the boy that squats in there. He's been catching the shoots of every one of those pitchers on the Yankee team throughout the series. It's Bill Dickey, one of the greatest catchers at Upper Lake. Bill Dickey. I'm sure glad we won, folks. Hello, Mother. How's everybody at home? Bill, what are you going to do with that uh, with that dough that you're going to get here? That seven and a half grand, boy. Well, I think I'll buy my wife and my mother both a good present. Well, that's pretty swell of you. Thanks a lot. Here's Johnny Broker. Johnny, you want to say something? Hello, Lawrence. How's everything at home? <laughs> everybody say hello now. Well, at least that's a swell thought. I'm trying to get down and get... There's a yell from the Yankees. Where's the second? Come on over here. Come on, just a moment. Come on over here. Attaboy, Joe. Joe. And here is the manager, Joe McCarthy, on behalf of the entire world, through the networks of NBC. I shall congratulate Joe McCarthy for you. And here's old Phil Robinson. Phil, I'm going to let you introduce Joe McCarthy. Come on. Phil Robinson, the greatest master in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll have to tell the truth. I feel very happy today. Because, you know, Joe McCarthy and I worked on his farm, so you know the difference. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is to tell you his own story, Joe McCarthy. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited, I really don't know what to say. Uh, I certainly want to congratulate the New York, the Yankees, for this great series, and I want to say that the Giants were a wonderful ball club and put up a very good fight all the way through. Joe, what was the outstanding play in the series? Well, I couldn't tell you that, Tom. I really, uh, there were so many good plays, it'd be pretty hard to take, pick up the outstanding play. Joe, everybody at NBC wants to thank you for the small courtesy that you've always given us. Congratulations, fellas. Well, I'm only glad. And here's a sensational recruit of the year, Joe DiMaggio. Hello, fans. All red oil. Come on, what are you going to do with that seven and a half grand? And tell us about how it feels to be in the first series. Come on, Joe. Oh, I can't say it's too great to say anything. I'm telling you. Red, it's the greatest thing in the world. I know we're going to be in many more, I hope. All right, thanks a lot, Joe, and have a swell season. And this is Tom Manning saying goodbye for 36 and returning you once more to our main control point. Back again in the NBC booth at the top of the polo grounds. This is Warren Brown speaking to you. The crowd is slowly filing out of the park.